Hello and welcome to the Ratness Podcast, episode 71, with Kelly King from Goblin Shark Emporium. Hey! hey. What's up, Kelly? <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude. So this came up abruptly, very last minute, <laughs> and I'm stoked to talk to you because I've seen some of the work that people have done for you, and I've seen your shop via internet, and I'm very excited to see where this all started. Oh, well, thank you. It's uh, it's exciting to talk about for me. It's still like uh, less than a year old, so it's still shiny and new. Okay. It hasn't gotten old yet. <laughs> I, didn't, oh, I didn't even realize it was that that brand new. The shop looks like yeah. it's like the vibe. It opened uh, May 1st, so still, uh, you know, adding new shit every day. It looks it's awesome. Yeah, or whatever. The, the space looks like Thank lived you. in. It looks very like like it's homey. Uh, you know, it's, it's a uh, warm feeling when I look at the pictures of it. <laughs> yeah. So people come in and they say, Oh, it's very vibey in here. I'm like, yeah, yeah. For I'm sure. Put it out there. Sure. It's, a, it's a nice vibe to be in. I like to say it's like an immersive art and shopping experience. So, you know, you come in to buy whatever, uh, weird mushroom gifts or vintage clothes or vinyl and, or art. And then you end up walking through like a half meow wolf type section and like weird Alice in Wonderland type lighting coming from the ceiling. And there's just giant like murals and stuff. So yeah, it's so <laughs> rad. So that was the most titillizing intro ever. Like we, will you introduce yourself and your shop to everybody? So they, knows, oh, hi, they know yes, what you're hello. doing. Hello. Uh, I am Kelly King, uh, the owner of Goblin Shark Emporium in Oceanside, California. Uh, it's on coast highway, 109 South coast highway. And it's just a rad shop full of art, mostly local art and artists, uh, vintage vinyl, very unique gifts, fun clothing and stuff, all sorts of just little weird indie brands that I've just found over the years and was already supporting and buying from on my own. And then, so now I put them in the shop and share them with other people and they also enjoy the weirdness that i have curated weirdness though as a vibe like it, it's such yeah. a perfect feeling when you when you look at the space when you when you take a look at like how it's set up and the way that you have everything kind of placed out it's got a good weird vibe though you know Thank what i you. mean yeah it's definitely my like uh organized chaos yes. <laughs> it's very there's a lot going on like there's Every bit is covered with art on the walls and all sorts of weird stuff. Just just so much stuff. It's too much to take in for some people, honestly. And, <laughs> you know, maybe I am going slightly crazy in that atmosphere all the time. Um, but maybe not. You know, maybe it induces a so more artistic. My, my first question, I have a couple. Um, yeah. Because, you know, we haven't formally met in person, but your shop, you've you've curated it to be an artist space um, as well as a vintage shop. And like you said, like unique gifts um, was, were your walls covered in posters and pictures when you were a kid? Oh, was it always, always chaotic? Always. Yeah. Yeah. I used to um, always covered in posters before I got into like prints and paintings and things like that. Um, I used to take all the, cd booklets out of the cds when i was a kid and yes. use them as like a border at the top of the wall yeah same um yeah <laughs> so and then definitely lots of like shit pulled out of magazines and just weird stuff and that and just that carried over into adulthood so what okay yeah. next question 
what sparked you taking on this endeavor in May of last year uh, well, as not uh, doing it before? I'm you know? an artist, for one, and I'd been doing working art jobs for years and doing all sorts of like artist markets and street fairs and things like that. So I had already built up like this community of artist friends and uh, makers and things like that. And then I, uh, <clears throat> I ended up getting laid off like three times in a row because the art jobs are always the ones that like get the ax first, you know? Mm -hmm. So going from one to the next, and then after the last one, it happened right before Christmas, 2021. And I'd already, uh, my partner and I had already booked a stay in Idlewild before I'd gotten laid off. So we went up there with like, honestly, a bunch of booze, a bunch of weed, a bunch of mushrooms. And was like, let's just chill the fuck out. We booked this place called Wild ID. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Danger did the mural on the outside. Yep. Shout out Nick. Nick. Shout out Nick. It's, have you been there? Yeah. Yeah. I've been up there um, yeah. a couple of times. I live actually in the desert in the Coachella Valley. So it's only about oh, 45 nice. minutes yeah. from my house. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, it was just like amazing introduction. We just wanted to go see some snow for winter and <clears throat> didn't want to do like Big Bear. So we went to Idlewild and it's just perfect. It's so like this weird little artsy community. There's their mayor is a dog. Yes, <laughs> dude, it's the best. So, I, I've been up there yeah, a handful of times there. and, you know. Yeah, it, it, we every stayed there and there's like. Oh, all these really cool little shops like vintage and weird like art stores and gift stores and they had like this brand called woke face and a lot of them and these other brands that i love or artists like gentle thrills and stuff like that and these are all people that i have in my shop now makes me very happy awesome. and i discovered nicholas danger through there and he's a san diego artist as well so i had him do the mural for my yeah, shop. Yeah, mural is insane. That mural is so Thank you. Fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, it's rad. I'm wearing one of the shirts based on it. This is the Bigfoot section of it oh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a danger mural or danger design but anyway so i had this like epiphany when i was there you know and it might have been the atmosphere it might have been the uh the mushrooms the drugs <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um i was like you know what i want to do i'm going to take everything i have like learned over the years and i'm going to make and put it all in one space and like everyone and everything i've accumulated and just put it all into one thing and open a store and have it be like a more <clears throat> community artist based type thing. And uh, then it, it sort of like spiraled really fast. I got offered to do in January of last year, <clears throat> a, uh, a solo show, my first solo show. And that was amazing. And that I got to like use this place called back fence society and Vista as like my studio for the whole month they did like an artist residency so since i wasn't working every day i'd go there and be working on this project the show and it was like art therapy it was amazing and mm -hmm. just made me even more gung-ho about it and after that was over because it was the whole month then um <clears throat> i found a spot it just like came up this place um like one day after it was listed and it was perfect it was it was the perfect spot so i jumped on it and just sort of put all of my eggs in one basket Dude, yeah. as, as an artist were you working at like a normal job or are you doing no, full-time like, art crazy art jobs so i originally uh went to school for uh special effects makeup so 
I was in LA and then I was offered a job down here um, at Real Doll, if you've ever heard of that, hmm. the world's finest love doll. Uh, that's uh, the, that's oh, okay. the adult dolls that people buy for yes companionship. So they're made of silicone, fully articulated, you know, skeletons inside, features yes. on HBO's Real Sex like a million years ago. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. No, that's my first introduction to it was like being a little kid and being like, oh, yeah. this is crazy. That's crazy, right? Yeah, that's what we all thought. And then I ended up working there. Uh, I was a mold maker <laughs> for like a year there. And a year was about all I could take until I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Right. Um, and uh, just because like you get a lot of weird requests and uh, you have to look at a lot of uh, just just awful things that, you know, I don't know. I don't want to get too much into that, but there's, there's some real... Sp- Specific I'm sure half the listeners would would hear yeah. a whole episode on just you working <laughs> just that there. Yeah, part yeah. Of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's wild. Uh, yeah, but art well, is but in every field. It doesn't matter what what industry. That's true. But I left there and I started working at um, the the offsite model shop for Legoland. So we built like uh, giants sculptures out of Legos. Nice uh, for like all the new parks opening up all over the world and stuff like that so oh, i was rad. there for like three years that was very fun um still have a bunch of friends from there but it's you're just like sculpting in a new medium a different medium because i was i'm a, a painter and a sculptor and then so i was there and then they shut our shop down and we all got laid off and then from there i ended up working i told you i go on tangents so just bring me <laughs> in if you need to no um, no keep going i love it i love it you're like, we don't have to do anything. We're just going to sit here and you're going to talk. Yeah, it's an easy episode uh, for us. Yeah, seriously. Um, but from there, uh, I ended up working for the company that did all the like non-Lego theming elements for the park. So all the giant fiberglass displays. So then I was doing like giant props at this one place for a couple of years, like props for Comic-Con and like BlizzCon and all the big like gaming conventions. So make a making a two-story white buffalo was like the first thing I did there wow. for um, South by Southwest for American Gods. It's just like a promo thing. And then like make a Velociraptor that you can ride <laughs> and pose for pictures on, like things like that. So wow, fun. Tight. And just crazy installations and stuff. So I've sort of like taken elements from everywhere I was and tried to combine them together for weird stuff like that in the store so, installations and stuff, but was laid off from there. And then another place where I did like weird, like military medical training devices, sculpting bullet wounds and randomly creature from the black lagoons and stuff. Like that. <laughs> uh, and laid off from there was the last one, but yeah. So, so go, go then I was back. like, you know what? I'm 36. I, uh, I'm not going to start over again. Well, at the time I was 35, but, uh, so I just like, I'm gonna work for myself. We're gonna make this work. And it's been fun. <laughs> that sounds like an awesome journey. That sounds it, really right? fucking fun. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been, a, it's been like a, a long, weird journey for sure. And I've definitely picked up just like vast knowledge of different materials and like skills Heck and yeah. things, things like that along the way. So totally. definitely feel like a jack of all trades, you know, type situation. But um, I have to ask, like going what you were saying about building a two story buffalo and like a rideable velociraptor and things. 
then you immediately mentioned the mediums. Like that had to be such a crazy experience to like, all right, it's not just art anymore. It's not Legos. It's now I have to not only figure out how to create this thing to look realistic, but also to where people can get on where it and functional. use it. And yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So function. I, yeah, you have to like the steel structures and stuff. Luckily, like that place had like, you know, different people that specialized in like the woodworking side, the metal side, but not all the time, actually. Now I think about, it, I learned to weld there too. And I had to do some steel structures myself. There was like, Oh my God, please don't let anyone <laughs> die on this. You know, <laughs> that's so rad though. Getting to work with like, we, we've talked to a couple of different artists that work in different mediums like that, like the, the welding or, or uh, making polymer stuff yeah, right. or prop making, prop making yeah. stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. It's just such an incredibly unique part of art because you have to basically do all the art first, draw it out, figure out the specs, mm-hmm. com, you know, completely design it but and then make it. Also, it's so complex mm-hmm. and you make it for no one to ever know that you made it. You're you're part yeah. of this like yeah. system, right? So it's like you just make it for the studio or whatever. Um, Sorry, I'm not like clapping. There's no, a bug. Yeah, yeah. you're it's like, yeah, that's a great me. point. Uh, <laughs> just one clap. No, um, um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like it's a very like um, selfless kind of. Yeah, you're invisible yeah. to it. Yeah. Um. So I've been on a part of like several teams now that have earned uh like what is it? Uh, those world re- world records the guinness book yes guinness guinness um but because it was like the hired by a company to do it to make this thing like they get the credit and the people that actually did it like we got nothing for like building the world's tallest lego building uh, which was the burj khalifa burj khalifa in the legoland dubai and then doing the world's largest 3d printed like models whatever it was for blizzcon it was like all these they printed out all the characters of like everyone who was going to blizzcon like their personal wow like, that's wizard characters and then we made this like whole crazy castle set thing i don't know a bunch Wait, of random all right stuff. i got a question uh so you all already had like a professional experience in in art making and and in product making what made you are you really good with money because why, why, why would you, why would you be like, I'm going to go all in on myself and start a business? I'm insane. That's why. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I'm, I'm good with my own money. Um, and like, uh, like personally working all these jobs where it's like professional art jobs or whatever. Like I'd gotten a couple 401ks accumulated and stuff like that. Um, so I'm going to get this bug. I'm so sorry. I don't mean it to be distracting, (laughs) but it's like really coming for me. Um, So, yeah, I had, you know, like a little bit of a fallback to like start it with, which is why I I knew I wanted to do something that wasn't just, you know, white walls and and like product because the product isn't really like what I'm all about. Yeah, shit. I love this stuff. You know, it's very fun. I love ordering all this shit. You know, I order what makes me laugh. Half the time I'm high when I do it. So I like to say it's highly curated. Yeah. <laughs> um, but oh my god, I got it. No, I got it. <sighs> it's the wine. I think it's attracted to the wine. Um, but Call yeah, this one so, the bug episode. I mean, I worked in retail years before doing all the art stuff, so I know the like gist of all that, but I've just always had like a good eye for stuff like that. Although mm. and and I'm like 
not to toot my own horn, but a really good gift giver. (laughs) So I like to say that it's a um, glorified gift shop because it's like just all the fun, weird stuff that you see. Like, you know, you go to a bigger store and you like occasionally see some random like, what is this mushroom planter or whatever, you know, like and just fun, weird stuff. And then I, I just try and get it all in one spot come here for all your weird fun gifts you know there's a website that is like such a unique style of art though i i had a friend that was into like vintage and would do vintage pop-ups and her Mm -hmm. eye and the ability to grab like go through there's a hundred different things see you know at this garage sale or at this estate sale and she was able to go through and just grab like this is what and this one and there's only three good pieces here but she would grab all three of them out you know and that is a unique gift in itself i don't handle that side (laughs) (laughs) so i have a friend who runs all the vintage she goes by crimson collective her name was rachel jennings and so we do like consignment on that and she picks all the vintage and then i have a guy goes by fuzzy warbles he is also a dj at a lot of my events that i have in the shop uh dj lexicon devil and uh, he does a lot of the vinyl so i don't have to worry with that stuff i just accumulate the art and then like the everything else basically so tell me about that like uh since you you have a full year of uh gallery shows coming up as far as your space goes you have one every month with a different mm-hmm. independent artist. Um, I'm not sure if all of them are local, but I recognized a few names. And how how did you go about like getting in contact or were they just already friends? Um, most of them that started out were friends. Uh, so like last year, it, it was definitely a little slower. It was like, you know, month to month getting them. And then, um, or, you know, a few months out, like it, it definitely got easier uh, when, you know, after a few months, but uh like I have this big gallery wall in the space. And so I rotate out every month. I do a different local artist and it's all their work for the entire month in that space. And we, every month, the first Saturday of every month from six to 9 PM, we have like an opening reception for them with a DJ and that's every first Saturday. Um, and so we have like a good fun time for that. But, uh, yeah, a lot of them start out at front as friends because, uh, you know, I was doing all these like artists markets and things like that. So same way I got like most of the product in the beginning in my store was like people I've been working with for years and um, or artists that I just like their stuff and reached out or other artists, you know, then like put them in touch with me. Yeah. And now like this year, it's already fully booked, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, But that's like kind of like how we got hooked up here. Like I got to was like hey this is a fun cool thing you should do it and then just like texted us in a chain yeah, yeah no, no that was super, so, <laughs> that super was easy yeah. Out, i mean luckily the art community and it's all it's all local artists to like san diego county in the gallery right and um yeah so it's it's like a you know it's a pretty tight-knit community yeah yeah i mean i recognized you know uh you got this danny this girl hugs trees in december mm-hmm. you got uh rory uh strange bouquets in like summer i want to say yeah he he's in may he was my first artist nice um and so we're gonna do like a one-year anniversary so he'll be back in may and he'll be djing that as well oh yeah um but yeah these are like and so tim who is uh this might have been pre-podcast stuff but he he's my little av guy because i'm in his recording studio that's my partner (laughs) and he used to be in bands for years and so i have like all these friends and contacts and like the local music scene like that's how i knew rory 
Um, and so, and then we get like all the DJs and stuff. They're all just friends. It's awesome. I love the way, so it's, I, I, it's funny when me and Matt did an episode recently, we were talking about when it was just he and I, we were talking about how if we got just some random business person on here, like it, it wouldn't really just, it wouldn't fit. And then we sit down with you today and it's literally like you created a business, a unique format of what you're doing based off of vintage and vine, like music and, and art like friendships and friendships. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The reason that you're able to, to thread everything together is because of like being the person you were and, and knowing the people that you were that it's like a perfect storm came together and you were able to see it and capitalize on it. And, as, yeah, I mean, not to like capitalize or whatever, but, but that's, like, that's honestly. art. Like in in the most purest form of of capitalism, that's the yeah, best yeah. way that you can say like capitalism is art because you you have yeah. to bring together. It, we have this American dream of like working for ourselves and starting our own business and doing all that, but how do yeah, you do that? It's really hard. It's really hard. It's very hard. But, and also I think though, within the art community, there are like so many of us are, are self deprivating and we hate what we do and we're our own worst critics and things. So we need somebody to say, you know what? I'm actually going to step into the ring, this like business ring, and I'm going to do all the paperwork and I'm going to file taxes and I'm going to create something so that you have somewhere to go. You people have somewhere to go. And I commend that huge. Like that takes oh, art on its you. own. I don't trust myself with money and numbers, so I did hire a CPA. That's <laughs> smart. Hey, that's totally hundred percent smart. But you're still the I one. I almost failed out of high risk. school because of math. So like, I don't. You don't put numbers. I don't. I don't even look at that shit. That's so funny. <laughs> but the reality um, is, like, we yeah. have to have these places to present art that that are true, and it's not just about capitalism it's not just about the bottom line or making a dollar like it it sounds like everything you're talking about is really online with promoting art just like promoting building a community definitely like i love nothing more than introducing other people to certain artists uh or mute bands music or Mm. even brands that i have like loved for years and it's like so it's so it's so cool to just like get to introduce these people and then now they're obsessed with them and then like they'll come back i have regulars that come in like so frequently to like see all the new stuff that's like oh you got new gentle thrills oh i gotta get the new gentle thrills stuff i gotta get the new danger stuff you know awesome. like that's it's awesome. it's really cool and, the, and those it guys, makes me so happy those artists deserve it man like we're, we're all yeah. struggling we're all fucking pushing and you know yeah. you know nicholas like he does big stuff he does yeah but to anyone even in san diego they might not know who he is it's not like just because you're getting by that that you're like uh, a household name you know so any yeah. outlet where we can promote these guys like that's why we do the podcast is just to to get our friends and online amazing. and be like hey <laughs> just here's one more thing that like has your name on it yeah definitely and it, yeah it's it's and it's crazy like to start a whole just a whole thing, you know, just a whole big store. And like now we do events, we do this, we do that, all this shit. And yeah, you guys do a lot of stuff. It's very overwhelming. I'm sorry? You guys do a lot of stuff. Like just looking yeah. at your calendar, you have something going on nonstop. I, uh, I'm very tired. I'm a very tired <laughs> person. Like my friends always come in or the other artists are like, you 
you do a lot. I know you're a very busy person. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Like today is Tuesdays and Wednesdays are the only days the store is closed so that I can have a weekend. Yeah. So these are the days I usually do like absolutely nothing, but also everything around the house and with mm. the pets and right. all this and that. And, and I literally podcast was like, interviews. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, yes, that. And I like me and Tim just ran in from Costco and was like, set up these mics. Oh my God. Like <laughs> to scramble to get all this working. Um, but yeah, I just went on a tangent about No, no, I, I am uh, <laughs> I'm right there with you. Like today I, I called Jim and I was like, Hey, I know I said that I was gonna be there by two, but I think it's gonna be two thirty because I'm watering all the plants in the back. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, good I, I gotta for let the you. As soon run. as I opened my store, all my plants died. Uh, <laughs> it's just don't I forget. I forget to water them. I don't have time. You just my gotta bring them into the like, store. I come home and it's dark out, so no watering is gonna get done. Yeah. <laughs> so you're basically at the store every day then. You're you're in with it yeah. you're, you're running it you're I would there love to, you know have an employee but as it were that that's not gonna happen just yet <laughs> nah, that keeps drive alive within you too when you're when you're taking care of your baby there's there's nothing better than that being the one yeah. that is responsible being the only <laughs> yeah, one Yeah, no for sure i'm just yes it's it is a lot of work but and it is a lot to like try and hand off to someone else i don't know that i could fully do that sure. but you know god part-time person would be very nice. I just got to be able to afford that, you know? So come summertime when the tourists are popping off, I'll like try and have someone else there, not just me. Yeah. I don't even trust but, myself. You know what I mean? I can't, yeah, I can't yeah. imagine yeah. trusting someone else. I'm like, hey, yeah. here's everything. I mean, it's definitely like changed from when I first opened it. Like, cause now we do have more of a following. And so we do have more people. But when I first opened and it was like the grand opening was this huge thing. And then, after that, it was like, you know, just the store no one had heard of yet. Because I spent like, I got the keys for it on March 29th, which is my birthday. Oh, Somehow tight. that worked out. And I was like, this is the best birthday present ever. And then I spent all April getting it ready and then opened May 1st. So I did all that shit in a month and was just like so tired. I didn't really do a whole lot of, you know, proper advertising things like that so i mean it was definitely a little slow at first and i used to like eat edibles in the shop and be totally fine now like <laughs> i can't do that with with the public yeah <laughs> the, the people that come in now and the shit that i have to like handle but wait wait so you're a leap year baby did you say march 29th that's not that leap year no yeah, what's it, the leap february year? 29th uh, february 29th <laughs> <laughs> i i'm a little slow i'm sorry <laughs> that's okay i am uh, as well I, I have to imagine that getting the keys to your shop on your birthday was, felt so just like serendipitous and synchronistic. Yes. Like it my was friends like came with me that night and uh, we went there and it was completely empty and we just had like a little party in there. Just a handful of us in this like dark store with a dark, just empty space. That is so awesome. though. Yeah. So awesome. Hell yeah. Back in the yeah, day, Matt and his our buddy Jeff opened up a spot downtown San Diego called Scene Green, and they were doing like graphic design and stuff. Oh, that's and They had cool. like a storefront, and the same thing. We used to go there all the time yeah. and just like rage in the back. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I do have a mini fridge that's usually heavily stocked. <laughs> I'll never I'm the forget you have to. What I want, goddammit. You I'll have to never forget yeah. the time I I visit San Diego and there's like a handful of us. We all meet up because there's a handful. <laughs> couple from out of town and everyone locally meets up and we're all in the back and we're drinking beers and listening to music loud as fuck and smoking weed 
and all of a sudden you hear the little chime from the front door and it's like holy shit we have our first customer in months like everyone quiet down shut up we got to go be professional and matt and our buddy <laughs> jeff we like go out there and try and be all sober and act polite to and <laughs> i remember us all sitting in the back just giggling like oh listen listen to them they're they're actually trying right now L listen <laughs> hey we we knew what we were doing we just uh didn't know how to market ourselves that's that's a huge thing how do you okay so let there me you ask go. you this. How do you do marketing? And is it just like word of mouth? Is, is it the homies? Do you do anything extra um, on top of that? It's all of the above. Like surprisingly, the word of mouth has been great. Nice. Awesome. Um, I, I During the opening, we had a guy from the San Diego Reader come and there was an, he did an article. And then during Pride Month last year, I was actually on the news because they're featuring like LGBTQ plus owned businesses. And, and I am a bi lady, even though I have Tim. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I was on the news and that was great. That helped. But mostly, I mean, I'm like right off this big strip. Mm -hmm. um, I'm on Coast Highway. And then I'm like a block from Mission where all the like touristy shit is. So we do get like, you know, Cool, you know, some nice walk-ins. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's really like growing in the community, I feel like. And I'm 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 pretty good, I think, with social media. I haven't like paid for ads other than like stuff in the little local like flyery things that go into like hotels and shit like that. Right. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that. that's cool. I mean, like, I, honestly, you we <laughs> underestimate the uh the amount of people that come into hotels and pick up those flyers. I think like that's true. It's pretty dirt cheap and it's, mm. it's a way to get it out there, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know how much you paid, but uh. <laughs> yeah, it was like the first person that like came in and offered that. Cause people just like you open your doors and people come in and start like, would you like to buy this from me? Would you like to do this? You, you know, and like after a while, you just got to say, yeah, no, every, everyone has the um, solution to all of your problems. They're like, hey, let me tell yeah. you how you can do your business better. And it's yeah. like, all right, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, like I'm getting aggressive advertising like constantly. And my, you know, inbox is always full and all this horseshit. And then like <laughs> I was laughing because I opened up a fortune cookie today and it was like something about financial goals blah 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 and i flipped over on the back and the back had a barcode and was for like um a credit card <laughs> a credit company on a fortune cookie i was like get this advertising out of here is nothing sacred no not even your fortune no. Dude, your future so and fortune is can't no we, longer sacred can't we just have random fortunes like we used to what the hell yeah seriously um so you just mentioned the lbgtq community which you're a part of and you have the show coming up in february called valentine's gay um, Great yes. name, by the it's, way. Well, it's not a show. It's just a fun little event because we're in North County and all the gay bars are in San Diego proper. Mm -hmm. So I get a lot of, I have a lot of customers that are LGBTQ plus and they complain that like, you know, there's no gay bars in North County. There's not really any places for us to hang. And I'm like this shining little bright safe spot. So they all bring their friends and that's fun. But you know, I'm a store, so like, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and do what I can. Other than our events, you know, there's not like we're not a nightclub or anything. So right. I decided, you know, we'll do a, a little mixer event for Valentine's Day called oh, Valentine's yeah. Gay. That's very funny. I thought I, <laughs> and, think I liked uh, it. Great plan. Yeah, works. so we're gonna have that this Saturday, the 11th, six to nine p.m. Gonna have a DJ, uh, queer DJ, and uh, I had Nicholas Danger design 
some shirts for it that I really love. Awesome. It's like two goblin sharks, like making a heart with their tails and kissing with their big, weird mouths. Weird mouths, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've seen the goblin shark. Yeah, yeah no, I have actually. For, for anyone that doesn't know what a goblin shark is, Google that. Yeah. Uh, but why, <laughs> why, why is that the name also? Um, there, I've always been obsessed with sharks my whole life. Uh, just a weird kid into weird things. And the goblin shark is like the weirdest. Yeah, it's it really sea. is. <laughs> it's bizarre. It's mouth shoots out of its jaw. Like it's jaw shoots out to eat. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's like got an alien mouth, you know, how yeah, like, yeah. the second mouth comes out. <laughs> like that might've been the basis of alien. I, I think. Probably James Cameron was like, about right. the goblin shark thing? or Stanley. I don't know. Who did? Also, it's pink because it's so deep sea. It's like so fucking weird. But I just felt like that encompassed the weirdness of the store, you know. And also, like, I it's such a catching name. It catches you just like that damn mouth shoots out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I actually, because of it, have like a nice little like customer base of shark experts, marine biologists, people Love that work it. in aquariums and stuff. It's so cool. So like I get lots of shark stuff in for them and they all like eat it up. Yeah. Well, being That's awesome, being coastal, that kind of yeah. lends itself to that too. Yeah, it's like yeah. all those I guys, had, you know, um, are at Scripps the, like, Research or expert whatever. Expert on goblin sharks who was like on shark week for discovery came in and like bought up all the goblin shark stuff. So that's cool. That's way cool. <laughs> Happy so, to supply these things to these people. <laughs> so how is it being kind of an eclectic shop? that close to like mission street in like the, the touristy area. Like, I know you said you get some good foot traffic, but are you looked at from all of the people from Minnesota down there in San Diego? Like, <laughs> Oh, this is a, such a San Diego place, you know, like, yeah. how, how is yeah, that? I get all of it. You know, I get the people that, you know, walk in and have a freak out and like, love it. And then I get the people who also, a lot of people come in like, Oh, this is just like this. I'm from Portland or I'm from Brooklyn. Uh, yeah. I'm from Austin. This is just like this. I'm like, sure, sure. Um, but yeah. And then I do get the like Karen's and the, the, you know, other Texans and things Dude, like that. Have you had and, and wait, 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 wait. Sort of like Hold take on, a you, look around and then leave. You got to answer me this. Things. What's, have you had a fucking crazy Karen experience? Um, not too crazy, but I did have this woman who like in the, very early days she came in and um she had a few things to buy and then at the counter i have like all these stickers and she i had there was like a black lives matter sticker and then she said oh uh oh oh no and i was like is everything okay <laughs> and she had she had kids with her and she was like i don't agree with this or something like that and i was like I, at this point, I was just like, oh, okay, I don't give a fuck what this woman has to say. So yeah. it's like, you don't agree that their lives matter. Head back to <laughs> and Alabama. She was like, uh, politically, uh, mm, uh, blah, 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 was like him and Han. And she like put all her shit down and left without buying anything. And I was like, okay, whatever. That's not, your sale's not going to break dude. me. But oh, like, whatever, it's almost dude. like she I wanted to make the point that's... more than buy anything in the first place. She probably was like, oh, I'm going to find something that uh, I can put all my shit down and not have to buy anything for. Yeah, but she like had little kids with her. Don't be that horrible. Like, don't force your opinions, you know, like that onto what they're seeing. You know, I don't. You know, know. I think that's probably the craziest thing about having to run any sort of retail or like open to public spaces is like, yeah, you don't get to dictate who comes into your store. Like, no. you can 
you can accrue <laughs> it for exactly a very specific type of person. But if you're open to the public, you're op- literally opening yourself up to all of this kind of criticism from people who have completely opposite or or crazy opinions Yo, towards what you're doing. But yeah. also, I have to say, this, like, I was raised in a pretty religious household. Like, my mom, you know, is pretty religious. My grandma is very religious. Not once did she, my grandma or my mother, like, tell anyone what they're doing wrong at their shop because she didn't agree with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like your opinion matters, lady. Like, what the hell, That's dude? something wrong with society these days is that everyone believes that their opinion matters. It's the most important thing. Yeah, yeah like well, I need to I tell you. I sort of set the tone now where I have things at the front of the store when you walk in that kind of like, I mean, they set the tone for the store. So there you go. Like right now on display, I have something from shitty stuff that is an apron that says, fuck all y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and when you see that from the outside you and you're someone who, you know, thinks that's not funny or whatever, you're probably not going to come in. So yeah, that helps. We good way out. to but curb most people the just walk by And they laugh and come in and I love it. Dude, let's make an apron that says curb the Karens. Curb the Karen. Oh curb the Karen. So violent. Please curb your. Please curb <laughs> your. Karen. I didn't even well, no. think about that kind of. Curbing. No, no. I was thinking oh, like no, like please like curb your dog or whatever. It's like okay. God, my brain went to like curb stuff. Yeah, dude. I was just <laughs> stomping out Karens. <laughs> yeah, I did have like I saw these big like clack Thorpe fans, you know, that like the drag queens have, and I have a lot of drag stuff in the store. That's one of my like favorite things. But uh, so I, I had this big one that said, shut the fuck up, Karen. So I would keep it behind me until I sold it at the counter for, for in the beginning when when they come in and start being weird. Yeah. Just like <laughs> open it up. Got to be <laughs> ready for them. Off. You got to be awesome. ready for them. So what yeah. do you you have shows curated throughout the rest of the year? Uh, you're yes. you're constantly picking up new gear from independent artists. Um, oh. Anything else that you have planned like coming up? Uh, are you just focusing on the space? Are you, are you doing anything outside of the space? Um, I mean, I do other events here and there. Like we do pet adoptions through local rescues. And oh, that's awesome. um, occasionally I've done like local author signings, book signings, things like that. Cool. Um, but other than that, I mean, that's, there's a lot going on. Honestly, that, <laughs> what you just there's said right lot. there, you, you, <laughs> you stole my heart. You're doing pet adoptions and like trying yeah. to help well, out. Well, and the, I ended up adopting a dog at one of them and she's a menace. Yes. So, what kind of dog doing, is it? Oh, part cattle hound. Ooh, okay. Dog, a lot of energy. Dog, that's what it is. So they're like crazy and she's like less than a year old. <laughs> oh, dude. That dog is trying to herd in. you in. <laughs> she heard so much she nips me and yeah. pulls my clothes and like nips and pulls and push it it's it's crazy i don't know she's hey, a but, lot, but you know that that is honestly like one of the most altruistic things you can do is like look out for a pet or an animal that needs to be a pet yeah. you know what i mean like i'm I'm not. Well, full- my friend runs an adoption, so oh, that, <laughs> like that, an animal rescue. So I'm like, let me help you to out. It, yeah. That's perfect. And the, and the fact that you can help out those poor little animals that need yeah. a home, that, that's good. And you're also adding so much to those people's lives that adopt a pet, too. Yeah. And we'll have like we often have flyers up that are like adoptable pets and things like that on the you know door or wherever. So you can see. Even if you're not at one of the events, you can see some of the pets are still up for adoption. 
I love it's it. Awesome. I think it's awesome. I personally, I think it's incredible that like what you're doing with the space that you, that you found, like you didn't pigeonhole yourself into, I'm just going to be a vintage shop or I'm just going to be a vinyl shop or an art studio. Like you really found your way kind of in, in a whole bunch of different paths. Yeah. And I, I think that's awesome. I, I love you. that ability to not only see the opportunity that you want to capitalize on and i hate to use that word again but that you want yeah. to like <laughs> live in with but also to be able to like put it out there on so many different avenues that takes a lot and i can only imagine the time that it, that and like energy and effort that it takes on your behalf yeah it is a lot <laughs> but, um yeah well thank you but That's mad respect nice mad That's respect nice yeah. as a um, our- our friend Danny, who you know from Studio Nine, yes. and this girl Hugs Trees, who will be at your spot in December of this year, um, yes, likes her to tell and me. Agato are like book ending the year. <laughs> she she always tells me take three deep breaths, right? Just yes. breathe with me. I always me. try to do that too before I do anything, you know, like this or speaking at the chamber of commerce or whatever which i did the other day that was weird you know but. when <laughs> you said you watched uh, her and uh gato's episode when they were on here before mm-hmm. we started and it threw me and matt off so hardcore but i i think it made the episode so good she she was like can we all please come together in a circle and like take some cleansing breaths and like calm our energy and clear ourselves and then nice. we sat Why don't down. you offer that beforehand to everyone? <laughs> we really should, honestly, because that episode was amazing. It was just so, so level, like base baseline level, like no highs, no lows. It was just perfect the way that it went through. Also, I didn't know how manic you were, so we could have fucking Ooh, breathed yeah. before this. Yeah. <laughs> I would have known you were on our level of manic. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think I do have undiagnosed ADHD, but it, you know, it just makes me, uh, I like to jump genres a lot with my own work so yeah, it's yeah. like i'm doing paintings now and nope not i can't do that anymore now i'm making jewelry no i'm done with that now i'm doing um oh what am i doing right now <laughs> assemblage <laughs> sculptures is what Sculpture. i'm working on now dude i i'm interested to see your work i uh, yeah me too i only know you oh, through thanks. them with the shop and i um well, Curious. actually, it's funny. I have a piece right here only because this is Tim's studio and I gave this to him for Christmas uh, from my solo work a year, a year ago now. My my show, I like life casted people's hands and like my friend's hands. And then I sculpted on them, painted, turned it into something else that like represents them and who they are and what they're into. So I do have one of Tim's hands right here because... I gave it to him for Christmas, so it's like sitting next to his desk <laughs> or on his desk. But this is, if you can see that, his oh, hand so cool. is like all cratery. So I wanted to make it like a moon. And I gave, made him, he is a Lego model builder. So I made him do a Lego, Lego rocket, rocket going into the hand. Into the moon. I love it. I fucking yeah, love so it. <laughs> thanks. I call it man, the man in the moon. Originally, he was holding a drumstick, but when I... uh when I went to cast it in an old resin, it got all weird and cratery. So what, I made the best of it. What did you do? You did a silicone mold and then cast it in resin? Um, actually, I was life casting them. So I was just doing like an alginate and then pouring stone in there. But a few of them, I had some old resin. So I like dumped that in there. But because it was like the moisture from the alginate and all that shit, it got all like bubbly. But it still came out cool. Yeah, it looks yeah, rad. It looks really cool. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so I had like a whole show of just these crazy hands. Just hands? Yeah, so I had like, it's just, 
just crazy ones. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was called gesticulate. Um, but yeah, and word. there's like you can see that on my uh on my personal Instagram is Bat Country Art. And the shop's Instagram is just Goblin Shark Emporium. Is but it, yeah, it, if you want to see that, there's that's saved on on my personal one. One more time, a, you said back country or bat bats. country? Like uh Fear and Lily in Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, yeah this is it. We got into bat country. Yes. I used to be a huge Hunter S. Thompson fan. I have the like ink blot bats tattooed. Some some of the first books I ever read, um, like that really changed my perspective on things were Hunter S. Thompson books for sure. Yeah. And I also love bats. Yeah. <laughs> We I live out in the desert, so now we literally have bats, and yeah. I'm like these little fuckers, but they're cool. They don't they don't mess with me. It's just fun to watch yeah, them fly they around. Eat the bugs and shit. Yeah, Thanks. they're rad. Tell me about the fucking golf shoes. <laughs> <laughs> in in the muck. <laughs> yeah, in the lizard lounge. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I had like when I was younger in like freaking, I don't know, probably past high school. Not sure, but like the posters on my wall were like. Bands and Ralph Steadman artwork. Oh, he yeah. does artwork for Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. Or did the artwork. For yeah. Hunter Who's still but, yeah. producing amazing artwork. I don't know how old he is now. I don't he's th- an old man now. I don't yeah. think he's passed away yet, but he's fucking old. And he's Ralph still Steadman, just yeah. producing rad dead, shit. Yeah. He's still going to town, man. He's still going crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's n- really he cool. never stopped. I mean, the inkblot style is like. It's it's iconic. You don't need a steady hand for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's but it's so it's so often uh, imitated, never replicated, kind of thing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and when he he's like a pioneer in it. When he started doing that, he was seen as like a crazy person. Like if you listen to even by Hunter S. Thompson, <laughs> like the uh, he did the story. The what is it like? Shit. Uh, something and depravity at the Kentucky Derby. Yes, yes, yeah. It, but uh, it was like the first time they met, and they had just were partnered together to like do an article and he's going to do the illustrations Mm -hmm. and he was like they were sitting at a table at dinner you know obviously like drinking and stuff and ralph stedman is like drawing all these southern people around them and they look just grotesque and the he you know hunter s thompson can see them the people and the illustrations and i was like what the fuck like man you gotta calm down and that's coming from you know like you're gonna get us kicked out one of the craziest motherfuckers to ever live dude that guy's yeah (laughs) a legend obviously um maybe this story is wasted on people that don't care about psychedelics but as someone that does you know i feel like (laughs) a lot of people are into it again (laughs) go ahead go ahead ahead. i was just gonna say so we're we're getting close to the end of this um tell us more about where everyone can check out the shop, where they can check you out online, and what you have going on coming up. All right. Uh, we are Goblin Shark Emporium on Instagram. I There's a Facebook, I think. Uh, just GoblinSharkEmporium.com for the website, which is right now basically only products you can buy. I'm someone else handling that. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, we're in Oceanside uh, on off coast highway the events coming up we've got this saturday we've got valentine's gay and then the first saturday of every month is the opening reception for each artist in the gallery which is different every month all the events usually have a dj unless it's like a pet adoption or something like that sure sure. uh do you have some of the artists uh, that you're going to be working with this throughout the year i know you said you were booked up do you have any of them that you can just just throw out posted a, a list of the complete 
all the artists for the year. So you can check out their work beforehand if you want. I'll be posting stuff throughout, you know, forever. Yeah, check always. out. I know for sure you said Rory Strange Bouquets is in May, and then yeah. uh this girl Hugs Tree, Danny, is in December. Yeah. I know there's every month is booked up, but there's only two that it, I can yeah, remember um, right now. October is Travis white, AKA Teddy pancake. I don't think he goes by that anymore. If you know his work, um, there's, there's a lot. And then June is going to be, I do once a year, like a group show. So last year was October. We did like a spooky one and June is a pride one. So Fun. if you're a local queer artist, hit me up and you can be, have your work featured in the gallery for the month. Oh yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Well, dude, thank you so much for sitting down and doing this. I know it was like super short notice and, uh, you know, we didn't really plan on 24 hours ago. I couldn't have told you we were talking yeah. to you today, but uh, I appreciate your giving us the time and the effort and the love and the energy. And uh, I'm stoked on what you're doing. I'm pumped on people like you. Uh, and I like to include myself and us in that genre too, of yeah. like helping out artists that are trying to help themselves out and just being a uh a space in the community for people to come together for sure well thank you for having me and thank you for all the kind words that feels great um thank you for having my manic energy <laughs> Dude, we're the same we're yeah, same, we're same. Don't, don't worry. when we finally hang word. out we're gonna be like oh yeah you're the same as me is yeah come to the shop come yeah. to an event next Whatever. time we're down there for sure we'll come in and we'll go out have some drinks and some dinner or something yes drinks can also happen in the shop as well. Hey, oh, hey all right, we don't got to leave. Love it. And regulars. <laughs> oh yeah, well, awesome. Well, Kelly, thank you so much again for being here. It's great uh, meeting you for the first time for me, and I, I can't wait till we get to speak again. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's yeah, great we'll, meeting you guys too. We'll be in contact, and uh, we will definitely promote everything we can. Just if there's stuff you want us to throw out too, even if it's just like a Instagram post or something stupid, just you know, Happy feel to free. Do it. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been another episode of the Ratness Podcast. You can catch us every week uh, for video on YouTube and audio anywhere you stream your podcasts. Go to Ratness Sticker Co. for stickers, prints, zines, comics, and more. Uh, new site coming soon. And the old site's up still if you want to buy stuff. Jim? I'm Jim. Hey. 